Hi everyone, it's Maria Recruit here from All Things Real Estate and tonight it is June the 7th, 2021, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and I am so happy to be here. Actually, everything's working fine this, this week. Last week we had a little bit of a problem, I think, with some of the technical issues, but you know how it is with the internet and technical issues. There's always something going on, always something new going on. You have to get accustomed to it. So I have actually gotten quite accustomed to things not working and not getting too upset about it and expecting and hoping that my listeners will be happy to at least hear my voice once a week or twice a week. I mean, I'm on every day, <clears throat> seven days a week, every night at 7 p.m., 7 a.m., 12 a.m., 12 p.m. on myradio.rocks.com, the best station in the world. And this is Maria Recruit, the hostess and your hostess with the mostest on all things real estate. And everything that I'm going to tell you right now, the economy is based on real estate. I don't care what anybody's telling me. If you go and look at any YouTube channel, if you listen to the radio stations, if you listen and read the news, what's going on? The hyperinflation, guess what What it's affecting? It's affecting real estate. And too many people are getting caught up in the hype. And this is what happened in 2007. And then, of course, uh, everyone had the crash in 2008 with the real estate losing maybe 50, 60, or 70% of its value. And I'm going to warn you right now, do not get caught up in that. Do not go out and buy a house at this time. Just sit and wait, hold on to your money. Do not waste it because can you imagine if you overpaid for a house and then six months from now or a year from now, it's not worth anything or it's worth maybe 30 or 40% of what you paid for. Isn't that a waste of your energy and time? And, and you know, you've saved that money to buy a house. Do not buy a house now. And the other thing too is if you're going to go in rentals, to rentals, make sure you know the laws of the land. Make sure you know what the landlord intended. Um, um, there's always the judicial system between landlords and tenants. So you better make sure you've read all the laws, also the residentially residential tenancy laws that are in your area to make sure that you understand before you go into real estate what your rights and obligations are and what your tenants' rights and obligations are. But I'm going to tell you right now, the law comes down very heavy with real estate investors and landlords, but it doesn't come down heavy on tenants at all. And that's one of the things I'm noticing here in Canada is that the tenants are able to get away and destroy properties, not pay rent for one or two years, just terrible and get away with it and go from one landlord to another. And that's why I always talk to everyone, all the landlords saying, you know what guys, you better go for a course of how to choose your next five-star tenant. And I'm telling you guys, I have a minority of people who are taking me up on my offer. So if you're interested in knowing more of how to become a five-star landlord and you want to choose your five-star tenant, Join up, register for my Landlord Bootcamp. It is on every week. You can go in there. You can sign up for four weeks. It is a paid. You have to reserve and, and register for it. 
But you can go and find me on Facebook. Say that you found me through um, myradio.rocks.com and I'll give you a discount. So you can go and find me on uh, all my social media platforms. My name is Maria. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A. Last name is Recruit, R-E-K-R-U-T. If you say that you found me on the radio station, either Mauritius Radio or My Radio Rocks, I will give you a 10% discount on the four-week session. So that's worthwhile checking me out. Let me know. Otherwise, you won't get the 10% discount. You will pay the regular price. So that enough about that about me right now. And let's go on. I do have some guests that I will get on my show right now. I have Navtaj. Uh, let me just see right now. Let me just get Navtaj. Let's see now. Let's see if I can get him. Let's see. We keep having this problem on the internet. <clears throat> Let's see now. Let me see now. Let's see if I can get Navtaj from Ontario, Canada, from Toronto. He's been in the business about 35 years and he is a wonderful resource. He does all his research. He has seen the market go up, down, sideways, um, all the different. And he will tell you how to make money, no matter what the market does. Okay, so let's see if I can find him. Otherwise, if I can't, then I will go to my next real estate investor. And I will come back to Naptaj. He might be eating dinner. Hi, Naptaj. How are you? How are you? Very well. And yourself? Very good. Thank you. Did I are get we started you? late today? Did you get it? Did I get you in the middle of eating dinner? <laughs> yes, I'm done with the dinner, but you can buy me coffee. Oh, I will. I'd be happy to buy your coffee. I actually had just, I just had my dinner too. I made myself something I hadn't made since I left Italy. And that was uh, spaghetti alla carbonara. It's a real Roman dish. Oh my God, it was so good, Navtaj. I'll invite you over next time with two glasses of wine. I'm all ready for this show. <laughs> I don't drink anything. I'm going to add water. Well, you, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Spaghetti doesn't taste good unless you have some wine with it. You know, it really, uh, just, just like you need olive oil with your salads because that's how the Italians do it. But, I mean, it's okay. I know you have wonderful food from where you come no, from, too. When was the last time you went to Italy? Well, I lived in Italy. I lived in Italy from 1972 to 1981. I've never gone back and I've never wanted to go back because I know I knew that if I went back there, I'd be so homesick. I'd want to stay there. And that's not where you make money. You have to be in North America to make money enough Taj. So, but I was, I was born in Canada. I mean, I just went there to study music. That's what I have my degree in. I have my okay. master's and doctorate in music performance, but I went into business, which is a much easier um, course of action than any type of artistry. It's very tough to be an artist. But anyways, Ooh. let's talk about real estate. Okay, so now you need to let us know what's new, what's happening in real estate oh, right now. I've got tons of stuff new, my friend. Let's talk about something with the hardest topic. Good. Let's go for it. Mortgages. Mortgages. Yes. So here's the deal. A general called me in and he is crying his blue and I said, what is it? He said, I got a first mortgage of $800,000 on my house 
and then trust rate is 1.55 I said okay and his payments are going to be approximately $28 a month that's really inexpensive plus he's getting a $3,000 rent from the basement yeah <laughs> and I said oh you know what and I said what I said listen here's the deal 1991 I bought the property worth eight hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollar my pay my payments were ninety five hundred dollars a month mm -hmm. he said what is it I said eleven times more than what you're paying for I know, it. I know. no kidding oh my god and the only thing this one he said oh and I said listen if you look at the same property and it was sold for let's say even two three hundred thousand dollar at that time the property have not multiplied 11 times yet mm -hmm. that's right and then all of a sudden he said okay and I said listen I'm not sure how long the 1.5 is gonna stay there and what happened if the rate goes into 3% mortgage doubles up for you but he say that's a really good question and people should and be thinking about that what did he say he said oh then I have to make a payment from my pocket. I might have to make three thousand monthly payment from my own pocket plus the tenants. Yeah. So what happens if the tenants leaves? Then I say, well, uh, uh, I can survive a month or two. Then after that, I'll be hitting a foreclosure, or I'm just gonna become I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. So the question is, a lot of Canadians who are buying a lot of real estate uh, have to understand this is one of a kind one of a very rare time you can get into real estate very easily mm -hmm. yes. rate, but make sure you're able to sustain it in case the interest rate doubles it up of course and that's one number two the value could drop down by 30 percent and why do you talk like that if you listen 1989 you know what happened there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will drop. Yeah. And he said, "What was the reason?" I said, "Again, affordability." So, having said that, this is also a big, big caution for Canadian real estate investors. I have uh, a student of mine bought a few, a couple of apartment buildings, mm -hmm. which is uh, which is good thing, but he have rates locked in for at 1.5, 1.75 for the next 15 to 20 years. Mm -hmm. So then he is going to be okay and stable. And uh, then this guy is asking me, he said, listen, I should have bought an apartment building. And I said, well, because I was never your coach, you never hired me as a coach. But anyway, the property you have bought yourself, and what are the chances that, uh, number one, the value sustainability and so on because your rent is like you're charging you know $3,500 for three bedroom basement apartments a bit higher mm -hmm. and I'm not too sure it's sustainable no kidding <laughs> no kidding oh. and now this guy went out he's living his life large got himself a nice fancy car yeah and blah 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 I said listen you know what I am very happy for you and uh, just a word of caution have you done a stress test on yourself you will be stressed test simply three four things 
what happened everything goes wrong how long can you survive and how, how many months of carrying costs do you have in your bank mm -hmm. and his savings are zero mm -hmm. of course they usually and are the house, <laughs> and the house needs extra hundred thousand dollar repair mm -hmm. okay that could be your range and the worst thing is this is something I will not go too much into detail he got a first mortgage from a bank which is a collateral mortgage okay and uh, majority of Canadians do not know what they sign a collateral mortgage they have signed up their life to one particular bank can and you, the bank can, you can you explain the difference uh, between a collateral mortgage and a regular mortgage then I think the yes. listeners need to know Navtaj Okay, I love to do this, but I like to, uh, we will need a good half an hour with a good explanation. But I will do it next Monday. I okay. promise you that. Okay. The reason being simple, collateral mortgages, the bank puts a bigger, larger amount on your house. Mm -hmm. And you can, you know, you can get more money as you go along. But for next 15 to 25 years, you are at the mercy of the bank and they're at the rates. And in case you have to sell it, that every single loan lease have to be paid out. This is a horrible. They started by by TD Bank in 1990, 2011, mm -hmm. or 10, I have the exact dates, but I will definitely walk you through. Okay. So, question is uh, uh, about mortgage. So, I had a opportunity to speak to about 200 realtors mm -hmm. and. Uh, 40, let's say 50 approximately, mortgage agents and mortgage brokers. And here is my, I asked them 10 different questions, and these are professionals which are giving advice to Canadian home buyers, sellers, and so on. And I consider most of them are pretty well educated and uh, well informed. Yes. My first question was to all of them, just to a kind of fun part of it, that was not my intention, but it turned out to be, it became like this. I say, how many days one have to be behind before a mortgage can be considered default where the bank or the lender can start a foreclosure power sale? Mm -hmm. Guess what? Nobody knew the right answer. Really? And I was shocked. And uh, one of the mortgage brokers who has been in business for a very long time, uh, he confronted me in a very kind of a aggressive but also diplomatic way. He said, why do you want us to look like stupid and dumb? I yeah. said, that's the question. My question is, people are relying upon you. Yeah. And the second question I asked them, how many of you have five-year fixed mortgages and why do you have it? Mm -hmm. What are the penalties? And people, didn't, I would say, barely, barely, three people knew, and because they knew they paid a huge amount of money to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, you guys are professional, how come they don't teach you this? Then I asked them a few other questions mm -hmm. about other hidden charges in every mortgage, and people are, okay, oh, their concept is, hey, three months penalty, three months penalty only. And I said, there's a lot more goes into it. But my question is, 
When we're talking to Canadian real estate investors, or even first-time buyers, second-time buyers, their knowledge about foreclosure, power sale, defaults, what it triggers, and how many days you have to be behind, it triggers altogether. Now, can Ontario have opened up few courts, evictions are in place. Mm -hmm. Now, there is going to be tremendous amount of foreclosures, especially in Alberta and Saskatchewan. Okay. But quite a few of them in Ontario. I was surprised that we have number of people who have been defaulting for a while and they are still in the house because we cannot go through a writ of possession where the property can be repossessed. So I believe for next three months to a year's time, we are going to see two different type of market. One will be those markets which are distressed owners, where people have extended over themselves, they are missing payments, and lenders have been holding for a year and a half or two years now to take action. I think they are going to be relentless and they want to be very eventful. On the other hand, there is going to be a bit of an up, uh, up market as well though, because there are something happening here. And I was just uh, talking to a realtor in Vancouver. Okay. And uh, it was very interesting uh, conversation we had. Uh, I like to just, uh, I wrote it down. Just give me one second. I can tell you exactly. The conversation was very simple. And I said, okay, uh, what's happening? And this guy is only in the business for the last two or three years. And he said, you know what? I said, what happened? And this is his thing. Oh my God, oh my God. I said, what happened? Is the sky is falling? He's almost sky is falling. Okay, calm down. Take a deep, deep breath and tell me exactly what's going on. Oh, the listings are soaring. There are too many listings. Oh, but I said the sales are pretty strong. But it's not, not that many multiple offers coming in. Yeah, okay. yeah right. <laughs> and I said, he said, is there a sign of slowdown? Should I tell the sellers to slow down? And you know what, I'm afraid our market is going to be flooded with so many listings. I say, yeah, very interesting time ahead of the time. Watch it, you see. <laughs> this gentleman is a, well, uh, I think he made a good fortune. The wild market is extremely hot. Mm -hmm. and now, there are two many listings coming up, and uh, he, I asked him a question, and the question was very simple. How are you marketing these properties? He said, I don't have to do anything, put an MLS I got sold. I got my 2.5% commission. Okay. But I said, now what happened? He said, now my, my listings are getting stuck. There are too many listings in the market. Okay. So there is going to be uh, some changes, I believe, when Canada start opening up. Most of the Canadians love to go to vacation, love to go to a ball game, love to have some outing whether it's a picnic, whether to dine out or move, see a movie or something. Mm -hmm. You're right. I mean, we are all crapped up, you know, and we have 
we want to unleash everything you know what we didn't have we want to live those uh, year and a half what we missed we want to make it up <laughs> you know that's what's really interesting it's interesting that you would say that because I'm going out now more than I did last year and um, and I'm going to the provincial parks and I'm going to conservation area and I was telling my friend Edward because we're going to um, we're going you know we're going together. I said I can't believe how many people are here. I said I remember when I used to come here even last year and the year before. There's nobody here on the beaches. I said why is it so full of people? It was never that full, Navtash, no ever. So I think people like you say they're really really you know cooped up. They're tired of it all, and. Um, but I think once it opens up, people will go up north again. People will rent cottages again, and all of that, you know. But right now, they, you know, like I mean, I I can just imagine, like myself. I mean, I have a beautiful backyard. I have a beautiful home, you know. And then I can go and stay there anytime. I can cycle anywhere, you know. I'm near the lake, anyways. But people that don't have that or are cooped up in apartments or whatever else, you know, and they're feeling it. They're feeling it, you know, especially yeah. the young people and the children. You know, as you get older, you can handle it. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how people are going to spend and waste their money. And I know you said there's going to be, um, there's going to be such a, uh, there's so much money out there. People are just waste, wanting to uh, to waste and use. And yet there's so many tenants that aren't paying rent to the landlord. Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, so it, there's so much uncertainty out there. I feel I'm going to tell you something. I really feel that the way we know the landlords, the small landlords, we are coming to an end unless right. we really change the way we choose the people who come into our home and uh, how we choose what kind of property that we, we uh, rent out. We cannot continue doing it this way because people are going broke. And I wrote about this about 10 years. I said, you know, it's going to be corporate landlords that are going to be running the business. And it's not going to be little landlords anymore because you can't afford to have people live there and not pay for it. And there was actually an article about that. Um, if I could find it now, I'd share it with you, but I can't find it. But um, it, it, it just said the same thing as I said. But I said this 10 years ago, that we are at the end of what the small landlord is all about. The mom and pop operation, people who aren't sophisticated about real estate investing and choosing the tenant, they're the ones that are making the mistakes and they think they're going to make their millions, you know, by renting out one or two homes. And that's just so far from the truth. Just so far from yeah. the truth. Let me just go back one more time, uh, Theresa, uh, sorry, uh, sure. Maria. Sure. Uh, there's something I've, I also like to mention to you. When I was presenting uh, to this uh, bunch of realtors and mortgage brokers, mm -hmm. a very interesting thing happened because some of these brokers were from the East Coast all the way from Atlantic provinces okay. and some from the Western, so it's, it's Atlantic and Pacific Ocean and everything in between. So this is a small company, but they have offices all across. Mm -hmm. I asked a question to realtors and mortgage brokers, and it was so funny that it was a dead silent for good three minutes. Oh boy! My question was, how many Canadians can really afford to buy a a house in Canada? What's the percentage? Mm -hmm. Uh, without monkey business or without telling being in the uh, sandwich families without living with their you know having 
renting part of the house out or having extra income from some other sources. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, that is, I have, I think I have some information from reliable sources, but I was not too sure whether this is Stat Canada or came from the Ontario Morning Broker Association or from now. Mm -hmm. And uh, funny enough, I heard all kind of uh, whispers, this, that, and the, why are you asking that question? It's just curious because you guys are selling and buying properties and you have more brokers and you have to qualify for people. What exactly do you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny part was where we have the money brokers is to us a cold, frozen zone. Nobody wants to say a word. Nobody, eh? <laughs> I have caught them with uh, something, maybe it was something I shouldn't have asked them. Yes. And one of the realtors said, Listen, out of 10 clients I meet, only one barely qualifies for it. What do you mean one barely qualifies? He said, in my, in my opinion, only less than 10% Canadians can afford to live in a house with 20% down based upon their salary and they better be making over six figures. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's an average income in Canada? And we didn't know that. I said, that's why I'm not asking you a question, but I'm trying to make your life easier. That how can we create a situation where we could have more people come in, able to buy properties with proper qualification, and in the interest rate double or triple up, would they be able to survive? Uh, how badly it can be if the property value have to drop down? Mm-hmm. Because 1.5 2 percent interest rates are not going to be forever. As a matter of fact, our inflation is higher, okay. and there is a lot of pressure. That's my personal opinion. That interest rates have to be jacked up quite a bit, but they're going to do it in two or three intervals. I believe there is going to be elections. After elections are over, mm-hmm. the world economy opens up, and we have to be competitive. We have lost 68,000 jobs last month as well. I mean, it's a, it's a dog is dog world. We, we are not competing at North America. We are competing at the, you know, at the universal level, at the world level, mm-hmm. and at a global level. And uh, this is, I may make us all a little bit pessimistic, but my intention is not to be that way. My intention is to bring awareness. Hey, listen, be careful how far you should expand and be careful interest rate goes up and don't expect the 2% rate to come back you know, or let's stay there forever. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Yeah. But, but I think it's only people that are really inexperienced that will believe all this stuff's going to last forever. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, if you're an experienced real estate investor, you know this is just for a limited time and you know that the market is going to bust you know, right. that's what happens. There's a boom, there's a bust. There's a boom, there's a bust. I mean, for anyone to think that this is going to be forever is like crazy. People, like, I mean, history keeps repeating itself, Navtaj. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> like, I don't get it. I mean, like I always say, economics 101 and history 101. Like, what's wrong exactly. with people? <laughs> you know? Well, I, I believe there is, a, there is something called form of fear of missing out. Yes, yes, yes. Time yes. to jump on the bad wagon. If I miss the board, there will be no other board coming in after that. 2%, mm-hmm. 1.55%. Like the best interest rate we have is 1.48% mm-hmm. to 1.55%, to maybe up to 1.99%, right? Yeah, yeah. 
And the funny thing is when people are stretching themselves with 30-year amortization, uh, people are saying, okay, how can I lower down my monthly payment so I can afford it? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is something where I believe uh, that not we us as Canada, but I think U.S. and rest of the other market we are going to find. I strongly believe the pandemic going to be over in 2021. 2022 will be a new beginning. Mm -hmm. 72% of Ontario's got uh, at least first vaccine. I think we are ready to rock and roll with the economy. And uh, I think the rest of the Canada is not behind us. And just like U.S. have opened up three months ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, things are changing rapidly there too. And I believe, you know, we are always going to be behind California and New York by three to six months. So whatever is happening there is going to be happening in Toronto. And there are a lot of commercial properties are coming in for foreclosures and power sales and also uh, I hate to bring this word again. The bankruptcy are, are still rising again and again, though. Oh yeah, oh, there's no doubt about that, right? There's no doubt about that. I mean, <laughs> I mean that that goes without saying. I knew a girl that actually she lost her home to foreclosure just a year ago, you know, and um, you know, so. <laughs> So I mean, like I can see that happening, and and then you kind of look at it after a while and say, okay, this is a lot of work, and if you can't control your property, if the government's going to keep sticking their nose in, uh, what's the sense of this business going to something else that's less work and less uh, stress? Real mm -hmm. estate is not for everyone, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so that's what I, I'm looking at this so differently now than I even a year ago that real estate is not for everyone. There's other things around them that, you know, that you might be able to get into that will not give you so much trouble that you don't have to learn so many things because with real estate, you have to learn so much in order for you to make a profit with the property. Mm -hmm. And for instance, just like you were saying, this guy bought a house for 800000 probably he doesn't have any right even to buy something like that you know hmm. like he doesn't even know how to do the mathematics of what's his return on investment so what kind of investors and you know there was something that's that I think it was Henry Ford said and I can say this is very true because I, I'm listening to a lot of the big people in um, like um, Charlie Munger uh, Warren Buffett and many others you know that are talking about stocks and bonds and they were saying at one point that when in 1929, before they had the crash, that what happened was even the shoe guy, you know, the, the guy that was cleaning people's shoes says, oh, are you going to get into the stock market? And he says, when you hear somebody at that caliber talk to you about the stock market like they know about it, it's time for you to get out of that business. Like And like they say, you know, they, that's another thing that Warren Buffett says. He says, when you see everyone going towards one thing, get out of that thing. Exactly, yeah. you're right. You agree with that, eh? <laughs> yeah, so I think I think people going into real estate now, unless you know what you're doing and overpaying and not knowing your return on investment, are acting very foolishly. I really do. And you know that they, they take the risk in their own hand. This is not a game. Real estate is not a game. You get, you know, the government's coming after you, the land and tenant board is coming after you, the tenants are coming after you. So unless you really know what you're doing, there's no sense even in doing it. Quite frankly. Right. 
Yeah. Happening. You're right. You're right. What happened is as follows: there's nothing wrong with investing in real estate as long as you're aware that there are going to be ups and downs, and be aware of uh, having a stress test done yes. if you are good enough. And keep in mind, if interest rate doubles up, you're able to stay in it. If everything goes wrong, you're able to stay in it. Mm-hmm. This is a tough business. Right now, everything is good because you can buy and sell anything within days and it's gone. Yes. When the market slows down, it takes three to six months to sell. Yes. And that's something we have to be very careful with. Yeah. Yeah. Because what happened is there was a lady that got in touch with me, Navtaj, I think you'll appreciate it. And she says that she had a real estate agent that kind of pushed her to to sell her house that was a beautiful house right so she sold it now she moved into another house that needs a lot of work and she has no source of income i said why did you sell the other house why don't you just say stay where you were oh i was being manipulated well you know what it was eh? greed it's greed, yeah, I, it's greed. Uh, something happening uh, this is another black one coming soon which we will discuss next meeting okay. for sure yep for sure seniors are feeling comfortable they're saying now it's time to cash out our investment because we want, don't mind moving to senior home or sister living because the sister living have less COVID and more or less is COVID proof now. Mm-hmm. And they are feeling more comfortable and you'll find that next two to three months before September, uh, the number of people who will be selling the home will be seniors and for them, this is where they want to cash out their their life savings. Yes, 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 yeah. Well, I would say to them, stay in your home. You don't have to move out and just refinance your property and your debt will, will refinance the, the payments every month. Much easier yeah. than having to move out. That's a very difficult thing for any senior to go through is where you've been living for 40 or 50 years and move into something else. They're never going to be happy. They're never going to be happy. It's a minority of people who are happy and don't see that as a mistake that they made you know, or that earlier that year or the year before. Because I keep hearing these investors telling me this, right? And I can see it myself. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I have to have Yarek on now. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. we will Good talk. Job. Good talking to you. We'll talk to you next Bye. week then. Okay, right, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you very much there. I really appreciate it. Let's see if I can get a hold of Yarek here. Yarek doesn't seem to be hearing me, but I can hear myself. And also the station master says he can hear me. So I don't know quite why uh, Yarek isn't able to hear me, but let's see if I can get him on my show here. Hi, Yarek. How are you? Yarek speaking. Hi. How are you? It's Maria. How are you doing? Hey, Maria. You are a lovely lady who has a radio show, right? Yeah, I I'm think I am. Good, you? <laughs> Listen, I just sent a, a text to my station master. He says he can hear it fine. So I don't know why you're not able to hear the show. This is the second week you said you can't hear. I don't know why, but um, I could even hear it and he could hear it. So the show is being produced and it's being sent through the airways all over the world. So don't quite know why you're not able to, but we're we're fine here. And it's nice to have you on my show this week. I know you couldn't, it didn't work last week for you. So tell me, tell me what's new out West with real estate. The deals are happening. People are ma- 
knowledgeable investors are happy, not knowledgeable investors are pulling their hair off, and that's the way that cookie crumbles. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the ones that know what they're doing and the ones that aren't doing, don't know what they're doing, because, you know, there's all kinds of people listening to us from all over the world. So can you explain yourself? They'd love to hear. Maria, uh, we all know that all the business people which are thinking about uh, starting or being involved in any businesses, there is a lot of, ch ch they're facing a lot of challenges, they have a, a, a lot of uh, problems at the beginning, right? And yes. many, many, many times, uh, the, I'm talking about business perspective and, you know, including the real estate investors, people which would like to uh, invest or not invest, and I would like to just point it out that they are facing a lot of challenges, a lot of problems, their educational perspective, uh, you know, knowledge about markets, and understanding what really real estate investing is about, right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah by having an eye-opener and realizing that it's not easy to become a successful real estate investor. Yes. You know, let's, let's talk what that means to be a real estate investor from, uh, from your perspective, Maria. What yeah. do you think? Oh, I think it's a wonderful idea cool. because I think many people are very much ignorant about what a good real estate and a successful real estate investor means. And, yes. and, I, and that's why I have this show is that we can share this information. People just think mm -hmm. that they go out, buy their first house, they're going to be a multimillionaire. There's no problems. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about the tennis. You don't have to worry about the house. You don't have to worry about anything. And, and, you know, the truth is exactly the opposite. You have to worry about everything. When you buy a house, it's just another set of problems that you have to take care of. And I remember, exactly. that, you know, my mentor who is into the... Uh, uh, multi bill he's into uh, um, uh, apartment buildings now okay so when I met him he was in single family dwellings mostly duplexes triplexes you know quadruplexes mm -hmm. and and I and I said to him at one point because I was thinking of going into um, uh, uh, apartment buildings and he said look Maria you know and even my mortgage broker said the same thing he says you know Maria what you're doing you're doing really well right now you know, you're making good money mm -hmm. with your properties the way they are right now. And they both said, do you really want to take on this? You know, there is a lot more risk. And, and I remember what my mentor said, Maria, when you, when you buy a million-dollar property, you have a million dollars worth of problems that you have to take care of. He says, when you mm -hmm. buy a single family dwelling, you know, that's thousands of dollars, but it's not hundreds of thousands of dollars. He says, so if you make a mistake with a single family dwelling, it's not that expensive to fix up. He says, but if you make a mistake with a commercial mm -hmm. property, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. He says, do you really want to do that? And the more I thought about that and the more I thought that if I got, a, you know, um, an apartment building, I'd be dealing with like a village because, you know, if you have buy a place with 50 or, or 15, 20, whatever it is that you get, you have 15 or 20 people's personalities you have to put up with and deal with. And I thought, uh-uh, that's not for my personality. So that's why I never got into it because it didn't fit into my personality and my idea of investing. I just didn't want to do it. So 
I guess we can both agree, and uh, many listener, listeners also, mm -hmm. that real estate investing is a full-time job, yes, multiple times job. Yes. It's not 40 hours, it's not 10 hours, it's not, <laughs> no. it's, it's unlimited hours within a week. Sometimes even you fall asleep and then you're dreaming about whatever you have to do the next morning, exactly. right? And, exactly. Yes. And, and, and if you are jumping in such kind of business, right, mm -hmm. what kind of personality you have to be, mm -hmm. what kind of experience you have to have it, what kind of systems you have to utilize it in order to fulfill and to have a successful business, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's, let's talk what the real estate investor per se is. Mm -hmm. Is it a person who bought one, two, three houses, a real estate investor? Hopefully, in their standards, yes, they are, right? Of course. Okay. Of course. However, however if, is it that enough to run fully-blown system? Is that whatever they want to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. If, 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 okay, let's call it real estate investor or full-time real estate investor. There is a difference, right? Yes. There is a very important aspect of uh, real estate investing when the bank will say no. To your mortgages, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And that is a, one of the challenges. Marie, which, recruit from here uh, from all things real estate. And today forward, we're going to be discussing. Will be hundred percent facing, right? Mm -hmm. As long as they will not develop proper steps procedures, right? Yes. And is that the step which is converting and automatically you can be be considered as a full-time real estate investor, yes or no. This is just for the discussion, but to open the eyes to the listeners mm -hmm. that is full-time full, full real estate investor, real estate investor, what takes how much time and effort and what kind of respectfully balls you have to have it in order to be successful, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And knowledge is a very important aspect overcoming the uh, challenges which are always coming in. Not much money to be made. Yes. There is no <laughs> dreaming about multi-million dollars because I bought one house and I have a $5,000 in the positive income, right? Yeah. Or cash flow, whatever mm -hmm. there is, right? Yeah. You will be more likely losing most of the time money because as a real estate investor, you should also know what if strategies, what if the market will go down. What if the government will decide that something stupid, right? Of course. <laughs> Respectfully, well, we, right? We, we, you know, which is what they did when they stopped the uh, evictions. Yep. Like if that, yes. I don't know if that's stupid. I don't know anything more stupid than that. So these landlords yep. are losing thousands of dollars and potentially they could lose their homes to foreclosure. You know, yep. because of what the government decided to do. And th this is why at one point, I even wrote, an, uh, as you know, I've written for you in the past articles. Yep. And I wrote yeah, you're more than welcome to write more. I'd love to do that, actually, you know. Um, so I was writing about one is why, uh, why even go to this business where everyone's against us. The, the government is against us. Uh, the laws <laughs> are against us. The uh, yep. tenants are against us, the Landlord and Tenant Board is against us, the Residential Tenancy Act is against us, the Tax Act is against us. So what's in it for you? The corporations against us? Yeah, absolutely. So unless you really know what you're doing, unless you really know what your why it is and you know how to make money despite all of that stuff going on, then I would I would say to them, go into cryptocurrency or go into... Oh, okay. Well, just, 
Yeah, okay. I'm, just, I'm just talking out loud again. Or joint venture <laughs> partnerships or whatever else you want to do. I don't care what you do, but or get a job, right? Just don't do this if you think yeah. you're going to make your millions and that you're going to become financially independent. But I want to tell you one of the most stupidest things I've heard, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me. When you hear, like you hear these shows on YouTube or, or, or anywhere where they say how to make a million with real estate not doing anything. You know, like, what? yeah, I know. Can you imagine anyone even thinking? Obviously, they're not in real estate because you can't do anything without being in it 24 hours a day because it is a living organism, right? It changes, mm, yeah, okay. fluctuates. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Hunt. <laughs> go ahead, Yari. I, I, I got you excited, right? So oh, God, that's yes. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, go ahead, so, compared. <laughs> Talking about those YouTube gurus or whoever you you mentioned, right? One of the most important things there are in the sales. They sell in the vision. They sell in the image of being, you know, a sharp uh, suit, uh, you know, shiny shoes, and yes. then you know, yeah. expensive hundred thousand dollars car, right? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> that's what they are in 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 sales. There is possibility. Please, I want to make everybody who's listening understand is possible to become successful business person is possible to become successful real estate investor oh, yeah. right oh. with the right with the right mindset with understanding that you you are going to to suffer yes yeah. but at one point as long you will be persistent as long you will be uh, stubborn mm -hmm. and you know <laughs> even respectfully the East European culture which I grew up helps a lot right you can you can you can be successful it's taking the time and effort and very important aspect is ask keep asking answer keep answering teach someone to answer keep teaching answering to, to somebody to answer and that's mm -hmm. the progression mm -hmm. in every businesses right and what I found it out is if you don't ask and you are quiet you will fail oh, if yes. you will not be reaching out and asking for help mm -hmm. you will fail yes. if you're not going to develop a system where you will be improving and automating your operations and learning and gradually improving and relying on somebody else feedback mm -hmm. because you do not know what you don't know in real estate yes and that goes back again to the asking mm -hmm. I'll guarantee you will fail oh, right I absolutely. am not promising I am not promising that you will make millions because you will you are in the real estate investing I can promise this if you will be asking if you will be developing your improving yourself and if you will be associating and being among the people which they will help you mm -hmm. there is always a balance between knowledge money and time mm -hmm. you yes. cannot suck up someone and you cannot offer nothing in order to receive that money or knowledge you have to contribute to have a mutual balance right so the real estate investors many many times they possess the knowledge and they possess the money but they don't possess the time mm -hmm. right yes. so they will not allow people which are can reproduce and recreate the, the steps and then they can follow the guidance of the mentor or guide or whatever you call it right mm -hmm. and that's what is very important we, I believe it now we are at the state 
state of and being creative very important thinking very. alike and predicting the future Absolutely. predicting the future yeah. what will be happening in five ten years yeah. and taking a freaking risk sometimes mm -hmm. along the line not you know not compromising all your portfolio or mm -hmm. whatever you do but yeah. One of the best things which happened to me personally, mm -hmm. in 1995, I predicted that Netflix-like television will be available, and then I created the Polish television be before the Netflix. I had oh, the did challenges. You? Oh, did you? Yeah. you still have it? Do you still have it? No, 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 no. The oh. website is tvpol.com, but okay. because I was too naive and I was trusting the people which they had money. Oh. They backstabbed me, but that's oh. okay. That's normal good lesson, right? Yeah, that's right. Where is the money? <laughs> lesson to learn if there is a money, if you make more than you know. Uh, I'm not going to, to, to talk about the money, but that was huge amount oh. of the money per month to the point where then email notifications were coming all over the world every minute, every two minutes with the new signups. So I had to disable that, but that was the, the successful part of it. Wow. But that's not the goal, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm yeah. talking about is for the for the real estate. What we have noticed now during the pandemic, the people are having a challenge. Small businesses are getting bombarded with the restrictions and the huge corporations that are glooming and growing and making billions. Yes. Well, yes. now now we are getting to the stage of the globalization, straightforward. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm traditional conservative thinking guy, but what will be happening for the real estate investors? That will be, we will be destroyed as long as we will be not thinking alike to, to to utilize it and accommodate and switch the, the, the strategies, right? Yes. The rentals is getting getting so high to the point where hyperinflation will help mm -hmm. or you will not have ever ever chances to 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 rent the properties because they will corporates will take over and everything, right? So mm -hmm. what you can do now. Mm -hmm. So if you buy property what would you like to do it? And that's the questions for attendees, right, who is listening. What yeah. would you do instead of renting out? Because if you are doing what you are told to do by the people which you're taking courses from, mm -hmm. you will fail, I promise you. Mm -hmm. You have to think out of the box. You have to develop the system. You have to automate. You have to make sure that you are one of you are one within your, 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 your kind of blue sea, whatever there is, right? And you're offering something which nobody else is offering from the perspective, right? And you should jump it in. Yeah. So what will be happening? There will be more likely uh, strategies which we never heard of uh, implemented in the future, right? We had the issue with the assumable mortgages before we had, right? Mm -hmm. Assumable mortgages, whoever remembers, right? Now there are there are not assumable mortgages. Now people start. They, they long time ago they started implementing strategies like agreement for sales, rental loan, or other strategies. Right? Yeah. What will be happening next? Right? There will be a situation that something new will come up. If you cannot rent it the property, how you make sure that you can make money? Mm -hmm. Then you can you can create more creative strategies. Listen, if you rent it from me for ten years, uh, you will buy that property for such and such, and you still make money. Mm -hmm. That's what will come up for, from it. So you have to be creative. I'm getting excited too much. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, we could talk all day long. <laughs> <laughs>
that's, that's the way I see it, right? So yes, whoever yes. listening, open your eyes, and this is not easy, easy turnkey solution, right? But there is a chance, there is a possibility, and what I found it out, there are crooks in real estate, but there's many, many good people which they are willing to share their experience and knowledge as long as the balance will be fulfilled, mm -hmm. which yeah. I mentioned, time, knowledge, or money. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, you've, well you have me thinking, right? And um, yes. yes, yes, you can become a millionaire with real estate. There's no doubt about it. But it yes. doesn't happen in a year. You have to work very hard at it. You have to know your strategies. And then you change yep. your strategies of what is happen happening economical, um, you yep. know, what's happening economically and how you can use the hyper. I'm using the hyperinflation to my advantage now. That will happen. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't didn't happen before, but it happened now. So, I mean, you've got to change. Happened in Poland. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure it did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. five zeros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whoever had the money in the bank, they didn't succeed. It, right? Yeah. They failed. Whoever yeah. had the hard, hard assets, uh, gold, silver, mm -hmm. uh, properties, mm -hmm. they were succeeding because, you know, you cut five zeros, but the value of the properties was still kind of a similar kind of percentage, right? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, I think we're about the end of our session tonight. Did you want to just give some information to our listeners about how they can get in touch with you if they want to? To be honest with you, uh, I will be, as long as you will be uh, willing to have me on, on your show, I will be very happy. That's number one. Oh, number, two, <laughs> number two, if you Google Polish guy doing the crazy stuff with real estate in Canada, <laughs> they will find it out. <laughs> That's wonderful, Yarek. <laughs> okay, then you know I am I am primarily focused on uh, setting up automations, right, and helping people with. Uh, I believe it because you have to be better than anybody else, right? Like the yes. If you're going to Tim Hortons, you have to you know every twenty minutes there's new fresh new brewed coffee, and you know what will happen, how you happen. Doesn't matter who is doing that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So. Why not to utilize the application software and to help real estate investors to to make sure that they are not going they will be on the top of the game, right? Yes. That's what um, my primary goal is to help those investors which are willing to work uh, hard but smart. Yes. Right? Yes. Smart is the key.